This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm your host this morning, Mark Holcraft in the Fargo studio. And we just finished our time with Troy Madden and Chris Allers, who were football coaches for Stanley High School. And now we're joined for a few minutes with my wife, Meredith Holcraft, who has an extensive resume in the volleyball world. Um, So there's definitely, we're talking sports this morning, but in particular sports and faith and the impact faith has in sports. Uh, So uh, good morning, Meredith. Good morning, Mark. Welcome into uh, our domicile here. Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Um, You know, as we were, as uh, Troy and Chris were walking out, they were just saying, hey, we didn't know about your volleyball background. Can you just share with our listeners a little bit about your volleyball background and maybe even into, uh, I'll say, the Hague dynasty of volleyball? Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I am one of seven girls. Um, we grew up in northwestern Minnesota. Um, Winnemac was our high school. And all seven of us were really into volleyball um, growing up. <clears throat> um, small town, not much else to do, so sports was kind of the thing. Um, played in the summer. We we played together. Um, I think it was a unique dynamic, just having all girls and uh, everybody the same interest in volleyball. So um, that was kind of lived and breathed volleyball growing up. Um, then uh, all of us played in college at some level for some period of time, which also I think is unique. So it's kind of been in the blood now since I was yeah uh, for sure just just young and. Um, and then had some coaching, much coaching in different different uh, avenues, and also now an official, volleyball official. So you've seen a lot of sides in the volleyball world, and so we're kind of doing a, you know, in the fall sports of football, and then a lot of times for the girls, uh, volleyball is a fall sport now, and that wasn't always that way in North Dakota, but right. it is now. Right. Um, but you've experienced... Um, Coaching, you were an assistant coach at West Fargo High School, and then you were a head coach up in Crookston, Minnesota at Crookston High School. Um, you've been refing off and on for years now. Um, one of the things that, and why I asked you if you'd be willing to come on this morning, is to talk about faith in sports and the connection. So can you share, you know, from an, whether it's an athlete's perspective, but also from the coaching perspective, um, what is the impact you see your faith have on the coaching front or just bringing that, bringing that faith into the sporting world? Well, I think sports is such, has, has such high priority in our culture. I mean, if you're good at sports, you're kind of one of the, you know, you're, you're very, um, you're very likely to be popular. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, at whatever level, when you're, if you're uh, in middle school or if you're a professional athlete or it's kind of like sports have given that they're given this place of honor. So I think as a person of faith, um, if you don't take advantage of that position that you have as a coach or much less as an official, um, um, but if you don't take advantage of that, then we're really missing out because um, as we we, we see in our culture, we are growing away from the the Lord at uh, great speed, it seems sometimes. Um, And with sports being so lifted up, um, if we have people of faith that are taking advantage of that role that they have, that unique role that, um, you know, I, I heard it say one time, uh, heard it said one time that um, a, coach, a coach has 
the, um, a parent has the most influence in their child's life and a coach has the second most powerful influence in a, in a wow. child's life. And so if you are a person of faith and can take advantage of that in, in various ways, you know, um, the football coaches that were on before talked about uh, the, the um, opportunities they have at the Catholic school as compared to what you might have in a public school. But even at a public school, there are opportunities, um, even if it's just your witness. Absolutely. And um, Troy Madden spoke to some of that a little bit from his time of coaching uh, when he was coaching at Fargo South High School. Um, and you had an opportunity, I remember when you were coaching at West Fargo High School as an assistant coach. Um, I think you, did you head up their C team and then you assisted the JV and varsity, something along yeah, those Yeah, so lines? I coached their sophomore team and also was the <clears throat> the setter coach and I got to call where they served. So, so that was kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. So for the vo volleyball fans who just understood what she just <laughs> said, <laughs> right? Um, but you talked about, you know, the the high place of priority or not just a high place of priority, but almost the high ranking, if you will, you know, that a young person, they're going to listen to their parents. And then the second person they hear is going to be their coach. Um, I referenced that a little bit earlier this morning and talking with Chris and Troy, as far as the authority uh, that is, that a coach is given and how the players, the student athletes, the amount, they have their undivided attention, you know, more often than not, especially as they get into the higher levels you know, if you if you get through the cut sports and kind of have to work hard just to even be able to stay on the team or play on the team, you're going to have their undivided attention. And so the role that the coach has in that, you know, you didn't use this word, but we definitely live in a reality right now where sports is another God has become idolatrous, yep. <laughs> right? And and so um, that's one of the things I really appreciated so much regarding Troy Maddern's time and Chris Aller's time is they recognize that. They recognize, the, you know, these coaches that are recognizing that, yeah, sports can be treated like a God and is put in front of God, which of course then boom, you're breaking the first commandment. This is not a good move. It can become, sports can be idolatrous um, and the athletes can be idols themselves. And so as coaches, how they employ their faith, the witness of faith, not just by what they're saying on the field, but how they're living off the field. Um, for you as a coach, and even you mentioned as a ref, the refs are the unsung heroes. Uh, if you talk to uh, sometimes our kids, sometimes, you know, I'll get caught up in that frustration of, you know, oh, we lost because of the refs. Like, and yet, if you don't have the refs there to enable the, the rules, the laws, if you will, it's going to be chaos. I mean, there's something very unsung but necessary about referees. How does your faith, how do you work your faith into those moments? Well, as, as an official, of course, like I said, you have much less opportunity to be a, a witness, um, but it's still there, um, how you conduct yourself. Um, and then even just w with official to official, you know, they, they you get talking and, um, you know, what do you do? And well, I homeschool my kids and um, two of them are at the Catholic school and it, you get a lot of raised eyebrows, but it's just the simple witness of, who you are. And then you also, I see some of these athletes that um, I'm officiating at mass and they look at me like, where do, where do I know you from? Um, and I think that in itself is just, oh, wow, that's our, she officiates our matches and she's at mass. So then you see them again on the, on the court and it's almost a familiar, like you get a smile or hi. Um, so where you have a lot less impact 
as an official, it still is important um, to be speaking about who you are um, as a person of faith um, and, and also how you, you, know, you have to interact with these athletes sometimes. And how, like I said, how you conduct yourself is important, especially when they're going to see you at mass sometimes so that the two go together and they're not, um, they're not working against each other. Right, right. What I even think for us as parents, I mean, we have two boys that are Stanley and they play all over the network. Right. And so I'm, 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 I try to be very mindful and it's actually been a great source of accountability for me <laughs> as a fan and as a dad that my behavior here at this basketball game, here at the football game, um, it cannot disconnect from my role within Real Presence Radio and neither one can disconnect really from the primary role just who I am as a son of God. Um, and I need that accountability. Um, and sometimes I don't do so well. <laughs> you know, Sports can bring out the best and worst in a person. Um, but you talk about uh, the importance of that you know, off the court in the volleyball world. I've seen a couple of the high school girls look at you and almost staring at you. Why do I know you? <gasps> you were that ref. Mm -hmm. you know, and he, that connection is made. And so your behavior there at the game, less likely as a ref, but even as a coach. Um, can, you, can you share, we got just a few minutes left. Can you just share one story that might stand out? How your behavior as a coach, how you tried to either incorporate your faith as a coach, but also your role as a coach away from the court and the relationships you had with, with the girls. Well, there is one story that I wanted to share that while I was coaching up in Crookston, um, I was head coach there for two years, and we had a long bus ride <clears throat> um, up to Warroad. And, um, you know, kids had phones and stuff. Um, but I, I decided, you know what, we're going we're gonna to do an affirmation session, <laughs> which is what you would hear uh, on a retreat, you know. Um, so in this particular exercise, everyone writes their name on a piece of paper, um, and then it gets passed around to each person on their team and each person on their team writes something affirming that person. And then after those papers have gone all around the team, they get their paper back with this paper filled with affirmations about themselves, things they would, they would never hear otherwise. You know, people don't necessarily offer affirmations. Some do, but many don't. And, I heard from several of the players, can we do that again? Because um, it's important for them to know their worth, not just that you're a good volleyball player or um, to think maybe they're not worthy because they don't play a lot. Uh, because you have to kind of get creative sometimes um, with, with everyone. What's not going to sound fluffy or you know, something that's really going to affirm. And that was something that stuck with each of them and me as a coach, just um, these girls, they need to be affirmed outside of volleyball. That is not their identity. Um, they have so many good qualities, each of them, and they were, they were shown that that day on the bus. Well, especially amongst their peers. You know, and so Meredith, gosh, so we, we have less than one minute before the break. This, was, this flew by, not a surprise. Um, that's a great story, though, and a great point, and you make a great point that that sport is not their identity. It, them being an athlete, that's not their identity. Their identity is a son or daughter of God. So please stay with us on the other side of the break. We'll be joined with the head coach, former head coach of St. Thomas More, Wayne Sullivan, uh, St. Thomas More of Rapid City. Meredith, thank you for joining us on Real Presence Live. And we will 
will be joined with Wayne after the break. Thank you. <laughs> 